What was your favorite Nickelodeon cartoon growing up? Hey Arnold, SpongeBob SquarePants, Doug, Rocket Power, Cat Dog, The Wild Thornberries, Jimmy Neutron, maybe the Fairly Odd Parents? If you're a millennial like me, I'm sure you're probably stumped right now. There were so many to choose from. The iconic characters, the catchy theme songs, the Happy Meal toys from McDonald's, the spin-off movies that would come on orange VHS tapes. But none of these shows would have ever existed if Nickelodeon hadn't given the green light for one of their first cartoons ever. Rugrats. Having built the foundation for Nicktoons, Rugrats is remembered today as one of the network's most favorite classics. But, was a show about baby friends and their backyard adventures actually just a show about something scarier, something much more sophisticated? And did the babies even exist at all? Crack Pops, are you in? Let's crack the case. Welcome to Crack Pop. My name is Jacob Granado, pop culture obsessor, enthusiast, and commentator. Each week, I will bring you along with me through my research as I attempt to crack pop culture's darkest mysteries, conspiracies, and secrets. Today, we are following the bizarre fan theories surrounding the Rugrats. The Nickelodeon classic Rugrats was first introduced to the network's viewers on August 11, 1991. It was the second Nicktoon ever to be aired on Nickelodeon, the first being Doug. If you don't know Rugrats, I'm going to assume that you're Gen Z, which is fine, you're excused, I guess. But if not, if you were around in the 90s, you were not excused as you could literally not escape this mammoth of a show. For any Gen Zers who might be listening, Rugrats basically followed the everyday adventures of five toddlers slash babies. Tommy Pickles, the courageous one-year-old diaper-sporting leader, Angelica Pickles, his three-year-old spoiled brat and personal bully of a cousin, Chucky Finster, his two-year-old nervous wreck and coward of a best friend, and Phil and Lil DeVille, his identical twin friends known for their gross habits like eating their boogers and worms. A few other minor characters were added later on in the show, but for now, let's keep our focus on this five-pack. 
A typical episode of Rugrats would follow Tommy or one of the other babies being curious about something unfamiliar in the adult world, and then rallying together to complete some what seemed like monumental task, taking viewers on this imaginary whirlwind of a grand adventure, but would really just be like trying to reach the cookie jar on the high countertop. And the baby's main source of conflict was usually with Angelica, being as she's the only one of the babies who the adult characters can communicate with, she would bully the other babies and then lie to them about what the adults' instructions or rules were, often leading them to getting into trouble and then all placed back into their playpen at the end of each episode, where they'd wait for their next curious encounter with the big world around them. I don't want to bore you with too many details of how the show came to be, but I think it's important to highlight just a little bit of the backstory of the Rugrats. It all began in 1989 when the idea for the show was dreamt up by the husband and wife team, Gabor Supo and Arlene Klasky, along with their colleague Paul Germain. The husband and wife had a company called Supo Klasky, which was already a pretty well-established animation company during the time, mostly making commercials, but the three, Supo, Klasky, and Germain, had all been working together on the animation for The Simpsons. The idea for the Rugrats came to Arlene Klasky from her own parenting experiences, and when they teamed up and pitched their idea of their cartoon about adventurous babies to Nickelodeon, who had put out a call for fresh animated shows, Nickelodeon bought the show and signed the team on for 65 original episodes. But during development, and before the show ever actually even aired on the channel, the trio would crash and burn, and their creative differences would destroy the future success of the show forever. As I mentioned before, the show had finally hit the airwaves in August of 1991 after those 65 episodes had already been developed, but it was during this process that the team fell apart. Klasky wanted a more wholesome and pure representation of the babies and of childhood, but Germain and his team of writers wanted the babies to be more wild and eccentric, but the one character they could not agree on who caused the most friction and probably single-handedly broke the team altogether was none other than Angelica Pickles. Germain and the writers wanted Angelica to be the antagonist of the show, getting in the way of the baby's adventures and being a hot-headed and mean brat who always made sure she got her way. And Germain actually drew from his real-life childhood bully for inspiration for Angelica. But Klasky strongly opposed the inclusion of Angelica in the show, and even went on record admitting that, quote, I think she's a bully. I never liked Angelica. 
Though tensions ran high behind the scenes between Klasky and Germain and the writers, the show grew exponentially in popularity, ultimately hitting its peak in 1996 when they were given the critical early evening slots. By this time, though, most of the writing staff and Germain had left Rugrats, citing creative differences between Klasky and the team, and then the team took on other projects on the Disney network, developing shows like Recess. Still, the remaining team without Jermaine and the writers pushed on and created 107 additional episodes, and even the hugely successful Rugrats movie, where we got introduced to Tommy's new infant brother Dill Pickles for the very first time. The show continued for several seasons, though some credit the introduction of new characters like Dill and then Chucky's stepsister Kimmy for causing the decline of the show. Others suggest that it was because kids who originally watched the show were just getting too old for a show about babies. But undeniably, the nail in the coffin for the show came from the huge success of SpongeBob SquarePants which would be Nickelodeon's next huge, revolutionary show. Rugrats was laid to rest in August of 2004, effectively ending the then-longest-running Nicktoon ever. And to their credit, they did try to keep up with their growing audience by introducing the spin-off show All Grown Up, which followed the babies into adolescence. But... By then, the show had kind of lost its original charm. In fact, many fans believe the show was actually never the same after the original 65 episodes that Jermaine and the original writing team were pretty much solely responsible for. And interestingly, Jermaine wanted to explore the babies growing up, and even more importantly, to give Angelica the backstory, the character arc, that they felt the viewers desperately wanted and needed, a reason behind all of her stuck-up and bossy antics that would tie the story together and maybe even lead us to sympathize with her. But, unfortunately, we never got that, and most likely, we never will. And because we never found out the origin of Angelica, fans have been left to their own devices to decipher it for themselves. And when I say they've tried, I mean some have really, really tried. There are countless rumors and conspiracies about the TV show out there. But the most famous, most haunting of all of these theories came from Tumblr user Radio Retaliation nearly eight years ago. In this theory, titled The Rugrats Never Happened, the user claims that, quote, none of the babies in Rugrats actually exist, but they are all instead figments of Angelica's imagination as a result of her parents' negligence. 
They claim that Tommy Pickles was actually a stillborn baby. His mother is a delusional wreck obsessing over the idea of parenting, and that his father, Stu Pickles, is always seen depressed and almost drunk-like in the family's basement, creating new toys for the son he never actually had. They claim Chucky Finster either died during childbirth along with his mother, or that the two were in some terrible accident, which is the reason his father, Chaz, is an anxious, nervous wreck and why we also never see Chucky's mother. The theory also claims that the twins' feminist mother, Betty DeVille, actually got an abortion when she found out that she was pregnant, and because they never found out the sex of the baby, Angelica has invented the twins, Phil and Lil, in her mind, one boy and one girl, to compensate for not knowing their gender. And lastly, that the only real baby to exist in the world of the show is Tommy's younger brother, Dill. Because one, he's the only baby that Angelica can't actually communicate with, which really frustrates her, And two, he never actually gains the ability to speak like the other babies do, sounding to Angelica and the other toddlers how an actual infant sounds, only crying and murmuring babbles and coos. And the reason why she's invented all these babies is that her parents are just too busy to pay attention to her. It's really clear when watching the show that she's pretty neglected by her parents. Her father always being away for work and her mother taking business calls and glued to her cell phone literally any time we see her in the show. And so she waited anxiously as all these adults around her were going to have babies that she could finally play and interact with, you know, like a normal child. But because they all died or were never born to begin with, She had no choice but to imagine them. And all of the episodes are just glimpses into Angelica's wild, imaginative mind. Childhood ruined. (laughs) I mean, it's really sad when you look at it that way. And there's a lot more to this theory that I'll get into in a minute, but this theory circulated the internet and spread like wildfire. So much so, that at Comic-Con in 2016, creator Arlene Klasky tried to shut down the conspiracy and had this to say to BuzzFeed. A lot of people believe that conspiracy theory. Um, And um, no, it's not true. Others who oppose this theory that Angelica dreamt up the Rugrats have pointed to another side character. Susie Carmichael. Susie is a recurring, optimistic character in the show who plays Angelica's frenemy. She's constantly encouraging the babies to stand up to Angelica while still trying to get along with her. But interestingly, she, like Angelica, can speak and understand the babies too, which is why many point to her character as proof that the babies do in fact exist. Of course, the conspirators have a rebuttal to this argument, though. 
and insist that Susie only pretends to communicate with the babies because she's Angelica's only actual friend. And since she knows that Angelica's imaginary friends seem to bring her joy, Susie just kind of goes along with it. But this seems improbable because when Susie is introduced for the first time in the show in the episode called Meet the Carmichaels in season two, Susie doesn't meet Angelica. In fact, she doesn't meet any other baby at all, but rather she spends the entire episode with just Tommy alone as they try to find her room in her new home. It's not until a future episode that Angelica and Susie ever meet. So Tommy is likely, contrary to how enticing the conspiracy theory is, an actual real-life, or I guess cartoon-life, baby. There's a lot of other holes in this theory too, like the Pickles family's dog Spike playing with the babies, although I guess a lot of people argue that dogs can sense spirits. Also, all of the episodes where Angelica doesn't even show up in, and then all of the other baby friends the babies meet and interact with throughout the seasons. But despite all of this proof and Klasky herself calling the fan theory untrue, fans have taken to internet forums like Reddit in recent years to share speculations of their own about the 90s babies. One conspiracy about Angelica's backstory that led her to physically and verbally abusing the babies is that Angelica's biological mom was a drug addict. Here, I'm just going to read you this conspiracy from Creepypasta word for word. Angelica's mom actually died of a heroin overdose. Angelica was schizophrenic and bipolar because she was a crack baby. Additionally, Drew, Angelica's father, in his depression, married a gold-digging whore that Angelica idolized because she fooled herself into thinking it was her real mom but always had a concept of her mom, Cynthia, and took a Barbie doll and made it after her mom's image, wearing an unwashed orange dress and having jacked up hair, which is why she was so attached to it. Later in life, she followed in her mom's footsteps with drugs and everything dying of an overdose at age 13 when the reboot All Grown Up was cancelled. There's a lot to unpack there. I think the theory speaks for itself, but I guess it does give some kind of backstory to Angelica's bizarre Cynthia doll. Seriously, if you've never seen what this doll looks like or you don't remember... Go to our blog for this episode and refresh your memory, please. But I don't know, this feels more like fan fiction. Creative fan fiction, but I mean, 
maybe she's just an ugly doll. I don't know. Another part of the creepy pasta theory that I want to leave you with is this. And I'm going to do it in my voice this time, mostly just because I want you to understand every word of it. Okay, the theory claims that, quote, As a teenager, Angelica became addicted to various narcotics, bringing her back to her childhood and thus her creations she obsessed over. Because of time lapse between the present and the last time she interacted with her creations, she made them older. Angelica was constantly taking hits of acid, so she would never have to live without her creations who were her only company in a judgmental world. Oh my god. (laughs) Personally, I think whoever came up with this theory is giving the writers a little bit too much credit. But I mean, if somehow it is true, again, childhood ruined. (laughs) But in the likely event that it's not, I hope this person is seriously considering a career in writing, honestly. While these wacky theories about Angelica's twisted mind have reached every corner of the internet, I have some good news for you. We might not have to rely on the deranged imaginations of internet users for much longer. Because... Rugrats is coming back! Rugrats is expected to return to Nickelodeon in 2021, with a 26-episode season currently in production that gives the characters a brand new CGI-based look. If you haven't seen it, you've got to check out the poster for how they've adapted and cleaned up the babies to fit the current time. But most importantly, all three original founders are signed on for it. Klasky, Supo, and Jermaine, the golden trio. But since all of its original viewers are much older now, are they going to cater to the younger crowd and start all over with the babies? Or are they trying to win back the millennial viewers and are planning on taking us to the darker places of Angelica's mind that they only teased us with while the show originally ran? So, what do you guys think? Is Rugrats really just an innocent, family-friendly show about babies and Angelica their bully? Or is there something much more bizarre going on behind the scenes, particularly deep inside Angelica's mind? Here's my take on what I think is really going down with Angelica Pickles and her baby friends. I think there's two possibilities here. Scenario one, Angelica Pickles is not some mentally deranged and unstable child, and the babies are in fact real and not a figment of her imagination. There's no denying that the babies all come with their own issues. I think the writers of the show were actually trying to capture two things when they were producing the show. A. 
The wonder of being a child. How the simplest tasks and the tiniest moments seem like grand, courageous adventures. And B, the power of parenthood and how babies and toddlers react to the worlds that they are born into. And indeed, each of the babies faces a unique challenge with their own families. Most notably, Chucky mirroring his dad's anxieties and Angelica lashing out for attention because her parents are too busy to notice her. And I think this idea of parenting having a significant effect on children is what the show is probably really trying to push for, I guess especially with their more mature viewers. But for the younger viewers, Angelica is just a straight-up sassy, mean, and spoiled brat. So I had mentioned earlier the drama surrounding this, because creator Arlene Klasky hated how mean Angelica was, and didn't want to leave the young viewers traumatized by some fictional bully, so she grew to hate Angelica's entire character. Side note, years down the line, after the huge success of their first feature film, Klasky backtracked and admitted she loved Angelica and felt she was great for the show. But maybe she was right in the first place, and not just being some wet blanket. Looking back at it, Angelica Pickles might have actually made a lot of kids brats. My boyfriend brought this to my attention when I was writing this episode, and he said that his mom made him take a break from watching Rugrats when he was little because he was starting to act out and act mean like her. I can't relate, obviously, because I was an angel my whole life. But I can think of a few people I know, especially like some of my cousins, who idolized Angelica and acted just like her. And in those situations, I was like the Chucky... And so, unfortunately for Angelica, as sad and troubled as she is, wasn't a lunatic. But also, she wasn't just some entitled brat either. She was just a normal kid who just never got the backstory she deserved, as those original writers who wrote her into the Rugrats universe never returned to their jobs. And then there's all the evidence against the fan theory that the babies were imagined, like Susie's character, the fact that there was a spin-off following them into their teenage years, and even that the family dog Spike is able to interact with the babies. Though again, I do kind of suspect dogs can sense the supernatural. So then, why do so many people like me who read about this conspiracy theory that the babies all died before or after birth, believe it to be true. I think there might be a little more than meets the eye. Scenario 2. In Rugrats, Angelica Pickles is imagining every last one of the babies and conjuring up hallucinations of them to keep herself company. First of all, that Tumblr fan theory just makes sense. I can't tell you why. It just does. To everyone. 
Angelica not having any friends or attention, so she turns to her imagination. Tommy being a stillborn, so his dad drunkenly makes hundreds of babies' toys. Chucky's dad being a depressed wreck because of his wife's and son's deaths. Phil and Lil being identical twins because their mom had an abortion before she ever found out the sex. Like, there's a reason so many people believe this. And she's the only one in the show besides Susie, but okay, come on. Susie was a pushover who probably was scared of Angelica, who can actually speak to and understand the babies. How does it make any logical sense that when the parents hear the babies speak, they hear incoherent baby noises and not actual words, but when Angelica hears them, she understands them? I get it, okay, if the babies all had a secret language, a secret code, and then the adults had their own secret language too, but Angelica is somehow able to communicate with both? What kind of power does she have? And isn't it strange that this character who was never intended to even be in the show held all this power? The power to create divisions with the production staff, the power to lead the babies into turmoil in almost every single episode, the power to have countless fan theories circulating the internet about her. (laughs) To me, Angelica is the protagonist of the show, and I think the early writers knew this and planned for it, and they were working on developing her story more for a reason. Just what reason? Maybe we'll find out in the 2021 reboot. Well, I have to completely dismiss the absurdity, however clever it might be, that Angelica was some schizophrenic child who grew up and became addicted to drugs in the spin-off series, and that all the encounters of the babies in that show are when she's dropped acid? No, okay, but... There's definitely more to her mind and her power than they ever explored in the TV show. So, Crack Pops, what camp are you in? Are you in Camp A, where Rugrats is just some ordinary, family-friendly, decade-defining show about actual babies and their wild adventures, and although she's a spoiled, selfish, threatening brat, Angelica is really just a product of poor parenting. Or are you in Camp B, where something strange is going on with the Rugrats, specifically with Angelica Pickles? And while her origin story was something that was always meant to be told, but never actually made it to the air, we are left to piece it together ourselves, the most suspicious of us realizing that maybe all along, Angelica was only ever bullying the ghosts of a few dead babies.
Thank you so much for listening. For pictures, videos, and source material for this episode, you can visit our website at crackpopnetwork.com, where you can also submit a mystery that you'd like me to cover in a future episode. For more content, feel free to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at crackpopnetwork. I will return with a brand new episode next Monday where together we will attempt to crack another pop culture mystery.